Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, listener. Welcome back to the final Come On Red Men episode of the 2022-23 season. Tom, Neil, how are you? A lot better now. Sorry I missed uh, our attempt to uh, do this final season, but uh, six days in bed with COVID. Um, so yeah, back. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm much better now. That's good. That's <laughs> good. good. I was sick. You were sick. He was sick. Yeah, one we got we got whacked one after the other after the other. Yeah, it was brutal. So was glad to be back and recording. Yeah, I mean, we missed a lot, but we're going to just kind of touch on the season as a whole. This is going to be a general discussion about Liverpool season first because the show is called Come on Red Men, so we should probably discuss Liverpool at most. And then we'll kind of cover the rest of the season, who's coming up, who went down, and whatever else comes in between. Um, so let's start with Liverpool. We kind of ended the season how we played all year with a draw. Average. <laughs> just perfectly average. Just. I thought you were going to say disappointed. Yeah. It average was sometimes dis- is disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> when you're expecting to win everything and then you don't win anything, it's like. And you're not even close. Even the tone of your voice is like, oh, I don't want to win. No. <laughs> as much as I love watching Liverpool play by the last couple of games of the season i was like this is getting close there's still a mathematical chance they could get into europe this is exhausting i just don't even want to do it i don't have it left in me and then i go to the pub and watch liverpool and scream and shout and etc etc how about you guys yeah that's been my upbringing with liverpool since i first started supporting them so each year rolls another. Yeah, yeah. There will be more football next year. Some I'll have another heart attack. I'm full sure of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably a couple. You know, for me, the last three years have been really good under Klopp, and um, you know, it, this year was back to that dip. You know, Klopp's first season, abbreviated, he wasn't there for the first season completely, but he, he finished eighth. Um, but it was like the hope of what's about to come, and he did, and. <clears throat> Quite frankly, back in that Klopp first season where we finished eighth, if you had laid out that we're going to win all these trophies, in no particular order, you know, the fact that we got three in one year or whatever matters not, but if you just laid them all out, um, I'd have been happy with the haul over the last few years. So, yes, I'm disappointed. We're a, I think we're a top floor club still. Um, top floor club? Top four club. We're um, top floor. That's the penthouse suite, baby. I'll take that. You know, that was the most American thing you could say. What? (laughs) What is the? um, Cool, dude. (laughs) All right, dude. Hey, ma'am. How you doing? I don't know enough of the young slang to be able to talk proper American. Anyway, I'm sorry. If I, if we, I do believe wealth wins out in the Premier League, um, and in but that's been since day one. Since it turned into the Premier League. As probably That's even before that, quite well, frankly. I'm talking um, United yeah, with the, Murdoch's money. No, I agree. The, the, but I think even right back in the forming, the wealthy the, wealth has always played out. So so wealthiest club, it's Man City, yeah? Or Newcastle. Be, clearly it's Man City at the moment because they have the global presence. Yes. So Man City, Newcastle. Then I think you're probably talking United. United. Yeah. Um, mm. Then you probably might be talking 
Villa or somebody after that, or Tottenham before the Liverpools and the. Um, well, it depends on Chelsea how. Chelsea in there. Uh, Chelsea, Chelsea is the Chelsea, big yeah. one. Chelsea's a big one. Forgot you about didn't Chelsea. Them, Liverpool's uh, wealth versus what they spend are two very different things. Yeah. Liverpool's wealth is extraordinary. They're a top ten most valuable sports franchise in the world. They're a billion or more now. They're closer to four. Last I checked. Whoa. They went from four point two to like three point nine. It fluctuated. Are you talking Fenway Sports Group or are you talking Liverpool? Liverpool. Yeah, I was talking more just the owner. Fenway Sports Group is a hundred billion plus. Right. So I was talking the the I mean Saudi Arabian government has trillions of dollars. They have more than that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So exactly. exactly. <laughs> they are so, unlimited money. So I'd like to buy your player. So. Can you take six crude oil barrels? <laughs> <laughs> so, my, my oh, you want the paper stuff? My point I, here yeah, is only I this: we, we finished fifth. Um, we're, it was a gift. We're probably round about fifth in the money league. Um, anytime we finish above fifth, going forward. I think we should probably that should be a, seen as a good season. I know that's not what we want, and that's not what our history says. But but money does talk, and um, it's going to be increasingly difficult for Liverpool to get into the 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 the, the top four. I agree, um, and I also think that I agree with everything you said. The Klopp era spoiled the absolute hell out of us, but we were due a down year. Think about that 10, 15-year stretch where Liverpool were barely contending, the Daglish years and all that, when they were, you know, 2005, which we missed the uh, anniversary because we were all dead in bed or whatever. Mm -hmm. But that was a miracle. Where did they finish in the table that year? Eighth, ninth, fifth, fifth? We finished. Oh. We finished outside yeah, uh, because the next year they TNS the, the new Saints allowed us to, to yeah. play them in a one game playoff to take the Welsh spot in the uh, yeah. in the Champions League. Okay, all right. Well. And we drew with them away from home, and uh, I think it was like one one or something, and something uh, like that. Well, and, and then we um, spanked them seven 0 at Anfield. I think it was. So. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. We put on a show for them in their home. Let <laughs> <laughs> them feel they were masters. Well then, and then after that, other than that one season where they really made a bid for the title, it, it Liverpool in the modern era has been kind of notoriously volatile yeah. in how they win and lose. Yeah, and that's been since the Graeme Souness era, really. Yeah, like after the peak of the eighties, Graeme Souness comes in with his spaghetti plan, and um, <laughs> yeah. Sells a couple of players, doesn't take on Peter Schmeichel, doesn't take on Eric Cantona, and we are flipping and flopping for many years. And uh, you know what? I don't think that we're going to see too, too... No, we were close. Now, given that Torres era... Yeah. Brendan right? Rodgers got Brent, close. Yeah. 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 Julio got close. Yeah. Uh, Julio got close, or was it Benitez that got close? Benitez. 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 Yeah. We, I think we were like two, maybe three points behind yeah. United in 2007 or so. Mm-hmm. So... I don't think we're going to see... I don't think this is a trend downward. I think this is a season where a, a lot changed very quickly. For some reason, every time I talk to Liverpool fans, whether they're our buddies at the pub or I'm looking at online, people forget how much we struggled with injuries this year. Our depth was injured. It wasn't just our top guys. Our depth was injured, and no one discusses that. As soon as the guys like Jota and Diaz started coming back, 
Gakpo found his form. All of a sudden, Liverpool were winning more than they were losing and drawing. So yeah, I mean, we um, what last ten games, eleven games. Um, we won eight, I think. Yeah, we had wins and draws. My point was, uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so when the team was healthy, they played much better than their record suggests. So, um, so Liverpool in general, disappointing season. Um, let's can we talk about individual players? Yeah, um, let's do that. Sure. Yeah. So, who's your standout player? Start there. Um, Bashacek. Ooh, Ooh, good one. Very good one. How about you, Tom? Toward the end of the season, it's got to be Trent, simply because of that new positioning, seeing what he can do outside of that back four. Yeah. I liked what it saw. Judging somebody on a body of a season, though, which you didn't, you said towards the end of the season. Thank but, you. Um, Trent, Any more, con- like, go on. Trent... Trent just is not even in the picture if you're talking the body of work over the whole season. If we're talking the whole season, I agree. And I'm going to exclude Salah because, I mean, it's Salah. Obviously, he's our best player. You can't exclude him. So you're saying Salah's your number one. No, actually, I was going to say Trent. Once they they moved, they they switched his position up. I'm going with Trent as well. I agree with you, Tom. Thanks. I think he's a completely different player with how... He's positionless now, essentially. Well, that that means I can't say Batatech by the same words, though, because he didn't play at the end of the season because he was injured. So what? So uh, I shouldn't count injured. him at all? No, 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 no. We're saying, yeah, count Batatech. He's, he's he's your choice. <laughs> oh, I know. Our I'm choice ended down. up being Trent. But just for the sake of parody, I'll go Becker. You're saying Trent. That's my I'm, guy, too. I was saying Trent toward the end. For the whole season, though. Becker saved us a lot of points. I'm going to go like with Gakpo. Because he started off slow, but came into his own. I liked he, what I saw, and I liked Diaz. Yeah, we didn't see I wasn't so, Diaz. Yeah, no. and I wasn't so keen on Nunes. Well, Nunes... We'll get to that in a second. We're going to talk about... I think we'll talk about disappointments in the minute. So, okay. Yeah, fair. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but, okay, so good performers this season. You've mentioned Diaz. You've mentioned Gakpo. Mm. Salah, unquestionably. Becker. Ratchetek. Becker. You guys mentioned Trent. Um, well, okay, so uh, I'm going to uh, mention Big Millie. <laughs> Millie actually, I feel like he didn't uh, towards the second half of the season. He, he kind of disappeared. He was a floating sub. Yeah. Um, on Trent, first half of the season, probably his worst season so far as a player, professionally. He was getting caught out of position. Yeah, yeah he was just awful at right back. Terrible. Well, I, think I people don't know how to play against him. Yeah. <laughs> He was being victimized and successfully victimized. And he didn't adjust, which is a huge part of the game. Because I don't think he knows how to. You could also say that about Salah. Like, he was mobbed every time he touched the ball against half the teams this year. That's true. He still managed to get the job done quite a bit, though. Yeah, and that's the difference. (laughs) Yeah. Where when Trent was given, granted it needed a healthy Kanate for it to work. Because yeah. Matip, Gomez, they can't be that so, coverage. So Matip and Gomez are on my disappointment list. They will also be on my disappointment okay. list. <clears throat> when Trent was given... Trent essentially became... When we had possession, he was positionless. Be where you need to be to be creative. Yeah, at the end there, yes. And it worked so well. And that's could say he was positionless at the beginning of the season. <laughs> <laughs> you might, for a very different reason. <laughs> When he became the proper positionless, you can't adjust for him on on defense because he's too fast, he's too strong, he's too good with the ball. His passing is elite. 
I mean, there's just too much there that, and when you just let him roam all over the pitch the way Klopp was, how do you prepare for a player like that? So we can get to next season in a minute, I think, because the question is, is he a true midfielder or is he going to be a the right back hybrid role? But we can get to that in a minute. So I don't think he's either of those things. We'll, so we'll get to what next year is going to bring. So yeah. he's on your list of good players. Yeah. Um, are you all done with your good players? Is there anyone we're missing? There is. There is somebody we haven't mentioned who I think you would all agree. Jones. You could say that, but that isn't the name I'm thinking of. <sighs> yeah, Jones did have a really good finish. Yeah. Started. Andy Robertson. Uh, he had a he had a he, he had, had decent season. I thought uh, he didn't stand out. I yeah. think he did everything he's always done. <laughs> I think he. Was I think he did everything he always did, but missed a few crosses at the same time. Yeah, you his, see, his corners were woeful. for yeah, a lot were, of this. Okay, season. I'll give you that. I can, so you I, don't. So we've talked about him now, but you. So you don't have him in the. You you had Gakpo, Diaz, Trent, Salah. I didn't have Salah. I had I'm Salah, not Becker, that, and Trent. But okay. Salah and Becker are kind of like it's cheating. Yeah, so if I had to pick my three best players, which I know that wasn't the question, but if my three best players, I'd probably go Salah, Bacitek, I like Bacitek. Robertson. Okay. Robertson. I mean, and and it was t- tough for me between Robertson and Ali. I think Ali gave away some goals, and Ali scored some goals. Ali's goals that were given away were typically because the defense failed him, and it, you'll never see him out of maybe once or twice, but he's never out of position. It's usually where he's just in a no-win. He's just Kirk, and he doesn't have the cheat option on the Enterprise. <laughs> you know, that's basically Kobayashi Maru, huh? Uh, yeah, exactly. So he's just in that. That sorry, I went way too deep, nerd. <laughs> You've never seen Wrath of Khan. I've seen it, yeah. I can't remember it, though. Oh, hell. I saw it when it first came out. All right, never mind. <laughs> Ken, you're listening to this. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. And if not, you're going to Google it. <laughs> so, so okay, so those are my, my I three. I love Batch Attack. That's your guy. It doesn't surprise me that that's your guy. Yeah, number one, because he played great. And number two... That was your blind pick it at the was. beginning of the it season, was. and he worked out. <laughs> it did. And that makes me so happy for you. <laughs> it wasn't totally blind. It was from watching preseason, because uh, your question you asked me early in the season was, having watched preseason, who's the guy who you think has a chance to break into the team and is going to be the standout guy? And that was my answer then. was it's bad, bad I think job. even before preseason, you had your eye on him. because. We couldn't figure out how to say, say his, his name. name. That was one reason. Yeah, and was, once we figured it out, it was like, all right. We went through the depth chart, and he was like third on the depth chart. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I've never heard of this guy. And so we looked him up. But um, but yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So on the on my shit list, then I've got um, Verge. You're gonna say Verge. Verge is on the list. Yeah, um, he's on my list. So, but Matip and Gomez are uh, are there, and um, Oxley Chamberlain is there. I, I wouldn't even include it. Why would, would you include him? Yeah. Because he was healthy for most of this season and didn't play any minutes. Which means he's not good enough for first team. But I'm sell so him. disappointed in that. I, I agree, sell him. I agree That's with all fair. of that. But I'm disappointed because we needed somebody like Ox and we needed yes. Jones and we needed Elliot and quite frankly, we needed Cavalio. We needed all of four of them to play a part this year and... Ox was the one who played the least part. And I, had I, the most amount of experience. experience. Yeah. I have um, I had a soft spot for him coming into Liverpool. 
Um, I didn't have a soft spot because of the cost. Well, mm. he turned out to be a good starter. He was promising. He showed a lot. Yeah. Oh, he was great. And then he got that bad injury, yeah. Yeah, and he hasn't never been half the player since. Okay, so I'm disappointed. I mean... But we've known that for three years. So, True. also my list of shit him. list um, has to be Kader. Again, he's not even someone that I consider for my shit list because it's... It's just, he wasn't even around for the last 10 games. Ox and Keita, I don't... I don't. And honestly, as much as I've been screaming for Carvalho, he's another one that I'm just disqualifying from being okay. so, so then by that rubric, I come down to my Thiago. three centre-backs of... Um, Thiago was a bit disappointing. Yeah, no, I agree. So, but for, for, so for me, though, Gomez, Van Dijk, and Matip. Um, if I had to pick three, I'd probably go with those three. And then... Uh, note, the, note the trend. Defenders? Yeah, that's yeah. all back line. Yeah, I know. We're talking about rebuilding midfield, but there's a storm brewing behind them. Ramsey's going to be okay. Um, we have still no there. Uh, Ram- Ramsey comes back and he looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> from the 80s. <laughs> um, yeah, it's <laughs> like Conor okay. McGregor Samik- now. Samikas <laughs> is okay. Um, we do need to, rep- you know, if we let Nat Phillips and we let Reese Williams Rumor uh, Reece, has it. Uh, go. Simikas might be gone. Yeah, so, I heard that too. Yeah. But that's a rumor. Yeah. And we don't believe rumors. So, um, right. back to your fa- statement about Tiago. Sure. Um, I was disappointed with Tiago. I've, I've never been I'm a disappointed super, in his health. Super, yeah. I've never been but, a super great fan. Boy can make a pass. Mm. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's just is he fit enough to be on the field to make him? Never. <laughs> he's, he's there to talk to Darwin. That's what he does. Chief. He's there to kiss Darwin on the face. <laughs> That's all he does. And it pisses Klopp off at this point. <laughs> I, so as much as I hate to say it, because for some reason one year ago, I was so proud to wear his name on my shirt. Now I'm just like, what the hell, Tiago? So your three, your three disappointments for Liverpool this year. Well, I'm agreeing with... I'm, I'm going to let Tom go because he said Tiago. I'm just kind of agreeing with... with oh, I was him. just shouting names out. I'm just, so your three disappointments oh. are? Three disappointments. Van Dyke's on that list. Yeah. Um, Nunes is on that list. Darwin. Okay. He didn't start off well, headbutt, yada, yada. But just club sticking him in, he didn't gel well. He didn't give enough. Everything we hoped that Haaland would be. <laughs> no, everything that we hoped a striker coming into Liverpool from Benfica mm-hmm. should be. Here's where my defense comes in. I'm going to defend Darwin. You're going to defend him? All right, let's, let's keep going. So you, yeah, so no, you, I'm gonna, you got, I, I don't I think know, he... So I don't Dijk, let you finish, you but Beyonce... Darwin. <laughs> so, from Darwin, didn't make enough chances, didn't create enough chances, and didn't score when he had the chance. There was a lot of sloppy finishing. I think his finishing was off, yeah. He yeah. didn't seem to know where the goal was, and we were joking for a while there. He kept freaking shooting wide. Wide left. Yeah. Um, and my third... I don't know. You think about that while I defend Darwin. Go for it. Wide left. Constantly. <laughs> I know. And then he started playing the wing, cutting in from the wing the way he did because Benfica played two up front, and he played on that left side. All of a sudden, his wide left goals started going in the back of the net. Now, if you look at the second half before Klopp just stopped playing him, he improved dramatically from the first to whenever we say the last bit of runs where he was starting every game. His improvement was incredible. We were seeing 
analyzing videos on YouTube about how great he's becoming and how he's starting to live up to the potential and everything. And then Klopp stopped playing him. And there's a lot of rumors that we don't discuss rumors as to why that was. But there was massive improvement when he went from center to left. And Gakpo is a much better center than Darwin. I think Darwin needs to be a wing. And there are stats that will at the very least back me up, even if they're small sample size. So that's my only defense of Darwin. I don't disagree with what you're saying. I'm just saying there's more to it than what you're saying. That's all. So Okay, so, so Darwin isn't on your list of the three worst? No, no. So who is? Did you finish yours? No, no he's got one more to go. He's got, he's got one more. Elliot is on mine. I think by now, and I know he's young. I know I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a ton of stick for this. Yeah, he was did, top Klopp's go-to guy for most of the season. Did he, I think he played at one point. He played more minutes than any other player. Yeah, he'd started every single game. He started every uh, single or some, had minutes in every single game. To something like game twenty-four. Uh, yeah, he was played at, yeah had minutes in every game. It, the same Elliot from game one looked the same Elliot on game thirty-eight. Yeah, no improvement. Uh, yeah. There was it didn't nothing. kick on. Yeah. So did he? Was he the worst player? No, not by a long shot. Was he the most disappointing player? Yeah, he's supposed to be the future, and we saw no improvement. Yeah, I have him in my bucket of averages. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Jones is there. Trent's there for me. Well, Jones came alive at the end. Which Jones came alive, which is encouraging. I completely when, agree. When he started getting regular playing time, yeah. all of a sudden we saw a different version of that player. Yeah, he looked like the Jones that we saw a couple of years ago when I was like, oh, this kid's going to be exciting. This kid, when he was getting more new, minutes. Uh, yeah, he could be the new Steven Gerrard, I thought, at the time. And uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong. It was, you know, you have to grow, it's a moniker you have to grow into, and it takes a long time <laughs> yeah, to grow into. Those are big boots. So, um, <clears throat> I'm so glad you said boots, not cleats. I'm in the habit of saying boots. I don't know. <laughs> so Maybe yeah, it's you so okay. So we've got. So you. So have I, I've got Elliot. Elliot. As much as I hate to say it, I'm gonna go with Tom and say Tiago. Tiago, and part of that is his fitness. Like, dude, you are could be one of the best midfielders, at least passing and creative midfielders in the world. But you're just never healthy. So. We thought, or at least I should say, I thought maybe it was just the one season where he got banged up or something like that. But now it's just, it's become too regular. And that's really disappointing. I'm not going to, yeah, Verge. So, so sure. your third's Verge? I can't believe Fabinho is escaping. Uh, I'm not, I, well, he got a lot better over towards the end of the season. I mean, he, he, he had a rough stretch there, but yeah. he picked up. I'm not even going to say Verge because it's so just. Matip is my third. Matip. After a long consideration, yeah. Matip is on my third. I would Even though him he over did Burge. score a, a decent goal when we needed it. Yes, he did. But that's true. Every clock is still twice <laughs> right, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Right, twice a day. Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Gomez is... He had way too much playing time for how well he played. Not that there were a lot of options, so Gomez would probably... No, you know what? It is Gomez because I don't think I cursed at the TV more about <laughs> any other player than Joe Gomez. So it's Gomez instead of Van Dyke. Well, Van Dyke, I'm not putting on there because I don't know. I think there's much like Darwin. I think there's a lot more to that story than just that is the worst van, version of Van Dyke that we've ever seen. Mm -hmm. But a lot of other things contributed to why Van Dyke was not playing 
to his ability. There were moments where you see him get lazy, and there's no excuse that's for that. That's the reason that. why he's on my list. And that's totally fair. Um, the laziness, the not tracking your player, the n- turning your back on shots instead of standing your ground. And that's because he's expecting someone to be back there, but by game six, you realize there's not going to be someone covering you. You got to get on your horse. You're, you are the last man back. You're it, Verge. This is why you cost so much. To yeah. me, it's the drop-off between one season and the next. Um, he was such a presence. It felt, two seasons ago, it felt when Van Dyke's on the field, he can defend on his own. And literally a back one of Van Dyke, I felt, was good enough to keep his anybody out at the Premier League. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But and then he had that injury. Whatever reason, and I agree with you, by Fucking the way. Fucking um, But this but season... It was two years ago. Yeah. You know, this season, it didn't even... You know, either that aura was gone. I used to feel as though he was a leader on the field. And he, we didn't need Milner and Hendo... Um, doing all of the work of being a leader, Van Dyke was in was was there. Yeah, uh, just all of that has gone. The aura has got. He is just a mere mortal man now. Yeah, the, a the, mere mortal man. The superhero of Van Dyke. You know, the Maybe Jason Momoa version. The Jason uh, Momoa. Yeah, a version of Van Dyke has has just gone. Yeah, I get you, and I the injury when he came back from that injury, he tiptoed into defending and he's been kind of not the same defender as he was beforehand well it was a knee right yeah i mean no one comes back in football from a knee injury the same i get that but you have a job to do you don't track back you don't follow your defender you don't follow your attacker yeah was that Pickford who caused that injury yes yeah that's why i said fucking dinosaur (laughs) oh that's right he did I wondered why you said that. I thought you were calling Tom a dinosaur. But really? Yeah. I'm the youngest one here, probably. <laughs> Actually, Nick You is. fucking wish, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not playing in this game. <laughs> we have you to cut you in half to put the rings, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, okay, so we have a... Yeah. Who, so how did Klopp do this season? Hold on, I got, okay, I got a on. good one for you. Who was passenger of the season? Elliot. Who is it? Elliot. No, he was too shit to be a passenger. I mean, the most. He's been carried for most of them. The fact that we can't remember, that's right. I know who mine is, and I hate to say it. Uh, Go on. Keita? Hendo. Hendo does a lot off the ball. I know he does, but he's usually more creative. I mean, he's getting old. He's getting old, and I know what he means to the team, I know his voice on the pitch. Means a lot more than what his feet do, but still, I'm used to seeing more out of Hendo. And he's also just a sub now. Yeah, he's yeah, not a starter, really. So, yeah. well, the biggest passenger to me has to be Ox. He was fit and didn't play a single minute, did he? I mean, guys that were getting minutes that were just kind of like, so, okay, oh so yeah, it's I guys... forgot about him. Yeah, you want to say anything there? You're just it's thinking. Probably got to be Hendo then. Steam uh, is coming out of his ears. Probably got to be Hendo. I, I, the other name that keeps coming back to me is Gomez again, but he, he pissed I think me you're off saying too he much can't be on the shit list. And 
and be a passenger at the same time. He was on the it's ship. It's almost like there isn't really an opinion at all. Like, other than I love Hendo because it's Hendo, I just didn't have... He didn't do anything to make me super pissed enough or super happy enough. He was just always kind of there. Yeah, he'd be solidly mid-table. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now we can't do all. Well, yeah, but he wasn't a passenger. He just didn't fucking play. He's in the lower half of it. If you, know, if you, if you stack ranked yeah. all of the Liverpool players. Those are perfectly average. Who, who was the me? Because I was ranked perfectly average in my high school graduating class. I was the middle number. The guy to be nothing. I, I, was, I was the most forgettable academic student in my graduating class. And I would say that was yeah, Hendo I think for us he, Yeah, it's probably Hendo. I'm just curious, you know, we talk about like, oh, Salah was a passenger this this game or whatever. There's always someone that throws that in the chat or one of us says it. And I think yeah. on the season, Hendo was our passenger, yeah, even though I know he's important to the team. Oh, I don't think he is anymore. I'd be quite happy to sign to Sunderland. <laughs> for more than 14 million? Because <laughs> that's how much we paid Sunderland for him. Yeah, no, I'd probably accept 10. What's the rivals of Sunderland? Newcastle, Middlesbrough. I hope he retires with Liverpool, honestly. Hartlepool. Hartlepool. <laughs> Hartlepool. They come up every episode because of you. No one even knows who that is, man. There's at least two-thirds of this table that know who that is. All of us know who that is because we sit with Neil every But they're all in the northeast. Hull. 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 All right, let's finish this segment. York. Nah. York City. Nah. Let's finish this segment with what you were about to say, and that's how do we feel about Klopp? Yeah, how do we feel about Klopp? Can I lead this one off? Of course. Um, I think that Klopp made a lot of mistakes in, I'll tell you one, he got too creative with the formation too late in the season. So that's interesting coming from you, the guy who was crying out for him to change to that formation for a long time. And then when he did, we saw positive things from it. Yeah. And I wish he had done it earlier. His subs come on too late. Yep. I think everyone's going to agree with that. And I think he's too loyal to certain players. I think that will change. I don't think he's going to have a choice now. Yeah. But those are my big three. <clears throat> I was very disappointed in his adaptability. Yeah, I guess that's a good way to round up what I'm saying. Um, who was it in the playoff? The the Luton game. Who did Luton come back to beat? Coventry. Luton Coventry. Coventry. Um, statement in that was that the manager, and I can't remember who it is, the Luton manager, uh, is very good at changing formations and tactics and the way they play when he sees something go wrong. Mm -hmm. And... He did that at halftime, and it was a different game in the second half. That's where I feel Klopp doesn't do a good job. To me, he doesn't make the changes when things aren't going right. Um, he didn't do it early enough in the season with the players. He didn't just, doesn't do it early enough in games when games are getting. You know, it's great to trust that car to turn it around, and that's benefited us in years past. Um, it's like when you see Joe Gomez come back out on the pitch after <laughs> halftime, and you're like, "What?" in the ever-living fuck is going through his Very mind. Very few players were taken off at halftime by Klopp. Oh, oh, I swear to God, I wish that we could pull that stat <laughs> yeah. up easily enough to just go through and look and go, oh, look, he never makes halftime adjustments with his players. I think Jones once was taken off at halftime, I think. 
It should have been more than that. But um, but yeah, I am, yeah. So a disappointing season again from from Klopp. Um, I say again. My, by again, I was meaning Liverpool season was disappointing all mm. around. Not it was another Klopp disappointment. Um, Considering last year, yeah, exactly. Last, yeah. Um, disappointment is the the word that sums it up. Disappointed going into the season that we didn't replace the midfield much more. Um, uh, disappointed in the injuries we got. I'm wondering whether we just worked too hard at it. Um, disappointed in Klopp's changes throughout the season and during games. Disappointed in our defense. Disappointed a little bit in Nunes. Not There's terribly. There's a theme here, Nick. Yeah. So, general Is it disappointment. disappointment? <laughs> yeah, general disappointment, and obviously very disappointed to finish outside the Champions general League. General disappointment. General disappointment. I, I think you're right. Uh, and that's sort of, uh, there's some things that you can only blame Klopp for so much. I mean, you can't blame him for not being allowed to spend more money because if he was allowed to spend more money, we would have had more players. But at the same time, it was weird to bring in Gakpo. And I liked what he was doing by the end. I think he is going to be the the true successor to Bobby. I think Mm -hmm. he'll be able to fit into that false nine role really well. Problem is, I think the 4-3-3 Gegenpress... Is outdated? At this point, everyone knows how to defend it. Everyone knows. But it's, it's not just that. It's that they're waiting for us to just counterattack now. Yep. Yeah. And that's where our game was our game. Mm-hmm. We were so fast. We were just... And, and we struggled to break... It was a blitzkrieg. We still struggle to break teams down. That's because we have no midfield. We have yeah. nothing to get through. Yeah. Well, low block, even... You can go back to 2019, and the low block was still our Achilles heel. Achilles heel, but we generally found a way. But we now, were more creative. Yes. So. And now it's just, well, we'll just pass the ball around until there's an opening instead of creating the opening. That's called total football. I was... Good job you brought up to it. There we go. Is Considering Pep's, the inverted the pyramid that's in front of you. Well, yeah. Is Pep's um, Man City just Ajax again? You mean Barcelona? Well, no, I meant Ajax. Ajax total football. I know that what, he wasn't it, at Ajax, but it's yeah. the to me what Man City is playing now is like what Ajax played in total football. Which went to... Yeah, he went, went to Barca. Went Barca and but but Barca, it changed from total football to... Um, what's it called? Tiki Taka. Thank you. Couldn't think of that word. Yeah. So Tiki Taka is what he plays, basically. But well, he's a lot more incisive he, now, though, with City. He, it's not that Tiki Taka. He plays a hybrid of all of them, though. We're going to come, I think, in a minute and talk about the, the, um, but the yeah, rest yeah. of the team. I do yeah. agree. Like, total football and the like the Johan Krauf, that's that's Grealish. Like, he uses yeah. Grealish all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I can see. Yeah, you're right, Nick. It's probably all styles. He that's what makes Pep great, and we're gonna get into this because obviously City won the league. Is Pep has taken the best of the Gagan press, the best of the Tiki Tac, and, and the best, best of the, players of the, the total world. football, <laughs> and then he went and bought all the best players in the world to uh, merge all of this that he got from each of the different places that he's played, and now he's perfected. I think Neymar, that, Mbappe, uh, Lewandowski, uh, Modric. Uh, there's a whole Messi. bunch of players, Messi, that <laughs> may disagree Benzema. with you, Benzema. Yeah, but um, Benzema's yeah, off to the Middle East, yeah, by the way. So, yeah. No, Pep played in the Middle East. Did Pep he? also played in, I want to say, either Mexico. Pep or... also got caught cheating twice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so let's take a break.
Welcome back from the break, listener, to a segment I like to call Lads, It's Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly choked on my black and white. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about the rest of the table and how they wrapped up their season now that we're done with Liverpool. Um, City, top. Surprises? Not at all. The only surprise is they didn't break 100 points. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't break 90. Yeah. Mm-mm. This is a bad season for them. Really? They're about to win the treble. Bad I season? I know. I know. What does that tell you about how good they've been? <laughs> yeah. And it is in all likelihood. The, the FA Cup final was just two days ago and they beat United. But I will say, seeing all those United players on the pitch with their heads on their knees crying and I don't even care that City won. I'm just happy that United lost. Speaking I know of, it's petty. Speaking of shit, Tottenham, they're getting an Aussie, hold on, hold on. Tottenham, Aussie manager. Tottenham are shit. Yeah, we know that. All right. That's not you. They're getting an Aussie manager from Celtic, apparently. <laughs> I know. Posta glue. Oh, I missed this. Yeah. What is this? Celtic's yeah. manager, Posta Glashu. They're even getting I don't know how to say his name. They're even going and dipping into the transfer market, getting a defender. Harry fucking Maguire. Lads, <laughs> how much worse can you get <laughs> as a Tottenham? Tottenham? You know what, though? That it, is a Tottenham transfer, though. Uh, th- we've been saying for months, and I mean the royal we, not us, because we know Harry Maguire's shit. But a lot of people have said that a change of scenery to maybe a club that has less of a spotlight on it, like United. Like Leicester? Uh, well, <laughs> hey, whole city. We'll get to Leicester. <laughs> um, it, it could be good for him. You know, I it's not him, going to be. I wouldn't let him play at York City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would. He could sub on. They're in 88th minute. National League North, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised Ryan Reynolds and uh, Rob McElhenney didn't go after all slabhead. Bring him in, sell some jerseys. Because they know he's worthless. I know, he's shit. What a terrible gimmick that was, by the way. The 12-0 drubbing of the U.S. Women's National Team. Wait, what was that? Wrexham played the women, U.S. Women's National Team. Why? Why? Um, in a tournament um, in the U.S., and it was Wrexham 12, um, U.S. Women's National Team 0. And what? The, uh, Wrexham had a 50-year-old ex-player Turnbull playing for them. Um, and, yeah, it was a It's joke. what you call, uh, sorry, it's what Why? Americans call an exhibition match. It's actually a, a friendly. Tur- it's actually a tournament. What? No, it's a tournament with a million-dollar prize. and um, Wrexham and- didn't win it. No, I don't know who did, but um, but yes, there was a... They anyway. played a women's national... Yeah. What uh, a stupid... Why would you do that? That's just embarrassing. It's just Hollywood. It's just, you know, it's just money and raising the profile and... Cha-ching, cha-ching. You know, selling all those shirt Wrexham shirts to American public. You know, luckily, um, uh, I wasn't so stupid. Wait, wait, I did buy one. You did. Uh, exactly. But you bought I one when born. you went Where to their I club shop because you were at their stadium. Exactly. That's a different story. That's Thank like you me buying You did it there. before it was cool. I bought a PSG <laughs> shirt. I don't own it in this house, but I bought it in Paris at their shop. Yeah. Is there a name on the back? No. Nope. Then you're good. It was also the time like Cavani was like... Or, yeah, All Cavani right. So was PSG like, wasn't PSG yet then. Not the way we know them now. Uh, they were still winning shit. All right. Let's of get back to the... Anyway. You're safe, Neil. Anyway, so Tottenham are shit. They're going after Everton the... Everton are shit, but they're not shit enough to lose and get relegated. How are we, how we, how we, we just like randomly picking teams who are shit and then calling them out? Well, is no, no, no. Tottenham are shit. I'm just glad Forrest stayed up. Oh, my God. He is randomly going on. He's 88 I started at the Tom. Bo- I started at the bottom working my way up. Thank you very much. 
You talked about Tottenham who are eighth. You, that's just not true. Hold on. Okay. Well, no, no. Okay, I just hold on. Wanted hold to on. move on. Bring right. some sense and some, All right. to us. City camaraderie. One. Huh? Arsenal second. They bottled it. Yeah. They, Arsenal overperformed expectations. I think they performed exactly by midseason. That was exactly what we. I mean, I I didn't know what to expect from Arsenal because they had a lot of changes. Yeah, I still think Arsenal were a um, a fifth place team. The, the league table will tell you differently. Yeah, the league table will tell you differently. But <laughs> and they've got a young squad that's going to get better, I mean, in theory. So we'll see. We'll see what the recruitment brings in. Um, I again, think they're going to be good for a while. I think Liverpool and Arsenal are very similar. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, um, United, I think, should be probably pretty happy with third after last season and uh, the two And how they United started and, this yeah. season. Yeah, so... Yeah, but I also don't think that they're gonna stay there. Yeah, Possibly the signing of the season, Casemiro. Best. You say you, you're gonna go Haaland, I presume. No, I was actually gonna say when you get rid of a big ego, uh, you can actually see a team. That's and that's fair. what ha- I think. That's what happened at United. They got rid of Isak at Newcastle. Isak was gonna be my pick. Yeah, yeah. he he really changed the dynamic of that team. He Kieran gave them- Trippier, Newcastle. My he was there last year, of, which was is he? why. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, sorry, yeah. That's why I didn't pick him. But otherwise, it would have been a good. He would. He had a great yeah. season. Yeah. Gakpo um, for Liverpool. Yeah, uh, Brighton, Casado, and McAllister were both McAllister. Um, yeah, um, new Brighton players. Um, I would say the best signing of the year was uh, Emery to Aston Villa because they became <laughs> literally the best team of yeah. the second half of the yeah. season. I'm going to say Nottingham Forest because they bought like 30 players last year. <laughs> so Jesse one L- of them has Jesse been Lingard, the best. worst signing of the season. Oof, yeah. mm. They've released him. Well, literally everyone Chelsea signed got them. Sterling. They became, Sterling. They became worse <laughs> with every <laughs> signing. Uh. They fell a position in the the table. Enzo Enzo Fernandez, yeah. The most expensive. He's probably got to be the worst signing of the season. Well, he's a good player. He's just on the wrong team. Mm. He's a great player. He's proven to be a great player. Salah failed at Chelsea, too. So did Chelsea are shit. They're not as shit as Tottenham, but they are shit. Oh, I think they're. They are really shit. Yeah, they are really shit. They've got an owner who has no clue what he's doing. But, um, but previous <laughs> to Americans, stay out of football. <laughs> a previous to Russian mafia money being in Chelsea, Chelsea were a mid-table team. I agree. Well, they weren't even that. They were. They were. Yeah. They were, they were in Champions League, well, and they won two years ago, three years ago. Chelsea were big in the seventies, and then they disappeared into obscurity to to division. You know, the second division of um, and until Abramovich's Abramovich, money yeah. brought them back, and then they won the Champions League. Yeah. So. 2008. No, it was later than that, wasn't it? 2008. It was when they won the Champions League. All right, how are we doing this? We're just going down. Newcastle, we don't know who they are yet. I think that's... Um, They're Geordies, mate. A good result for that's Newcastle. That's true. A good result because I thought, I thought it would be another season before they um, they got in the top four. I thought we had another, you know... Manager of the year, Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe, yeah, for sure. Agreed. Or Emery. Those are Worst manager of the year? Potter. No, Jones. Nathan Jones. When was he? He was the manager of Southampton. Uh, they got signed him from Luton. Southampton uh, had four managers this year, right? Yes. <laughs> Hassan Hurtle. Uh, but Jones was by far the worst. Wow. I forgot he existed. He, he, what about Frank Lampard? <laughs> Jones was worse. I guess if Frank Lampard had more time... To show us how bad he was, he might have given him a run for his so, money. So, 
Jones is worse because he's just a horrible human being that said some really horrible things on top of being a crap manager. Lampard, <laughs> oh. Lampard, and the players all hated him. Things like this. I mean, Lampard actually has some things going for him. He seems like a reasonably nice gentleman. Oh, fuck him. Uh, no, thank you. Um, he, <laughs> that, you know what? With enough drinks in you, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, anybody with enough <laughs> drinks in me, to be honest. Um, <laughs> Kenny, welcome that wasn't to, an invitation. Welcome to the Midnight Hour on Come On Redmond. Or Lewis, our two listeners. Um, so the Red yeah. Schooner is going to Villa. turn into a very different night. <laughs> Villa, um, I think Villa got to be really happy with the season. And isn't that crazy? 100% they should be happy. And they could challenge for top four next year with like one or two signings. Yeah. Easily. I mean, yeah. they were phenomenal going Maybe down Maybe they can even stretch. get some money for Coutinho. I don't think that's <laughs> definitely not 145 million. No, Tottenham's got to be really disappointed in eighth. Well, there's shit. I, I get all that, but so I have a mate who's a huge Tottenham fan. And I've mentioned oh, it before, yeah. right? He's not also shit. I hope. <laughs> no, he's a great friend, and okay. he's married to my cousin, and he's like he's family. That's good. That's good. His so, team is. Shit. I love him, <laughs> but his team is shit. Yeah, it's Tottenham. But even more than that, Tottenham are shit. His support is shit because. Ah. <laughs> About <laughs> of course, when the downfall started happening, he was like, "I hope they just lose every game, just everything. Just I hope they just bottle it all." Right? Oh, he that, he ended up being I see. He ended up being that guy. That guy. I hope. Just like, I hope it just goes to shit and it just explodes in your face. <laughs> I've been that guy with the Mets, so I get it. But there it is. There's there it is. There's, there's baseball. My one. There's but my there's one. something for it in American sports. The whole suck for luck situation. Which not is in abso- baseball. Absolutely not in baseball. You don't well, in baseball, picks. just because prospects don't come up fast okay. enough for you to know. Yeah. Okay. Well. I think this most absurd system in the world that you get rewarded from sucking. So um, in basketball and football, a hundred percent because teams lose on purpose. Yeah. Terrible. Um, so yeah, Tottenham terrible. Um, no, 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 no. They are shit. Got it. But they got to be disappointed in their season. Brentford. I think it got to be happy. Yeah. Brentford um, played really well. I feel a little disappointed if I was Fulham because they were doing really well. They should have probably ended up in the eighth or ninth spot. I think you've got to be pretty pleased. You came up from the um, last year. You just yeah. newly yeah, promoted and you didn't get relegated. That's yeah. the best you can hope for, right? None of the didn't the you say they would get relegated? Got relegated. Um, I thought I thought you said Bournemouth, Bournemouth for sure. I thought you said all three from the I think first I did, episode. Yeah. And none of them. I was rooting for Everton, but yeah, none, but yeah, none of the three went down, um, and I tipped it Leeds for Europe. So, um, <laughs> how'd that go? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do an episode of that. Um, so, the Wolves didn't go down. That was my big prediction, but they certainly gave it their best. They had that run in the middle of the season where they were playing really well. Yeah, so Brentford, Fulham, Palace, and Wolves to me all probably ended up round about. Probably okay that you they would have hoped to do better, but they would have also been worried about doing worse. Yeah, Chelsea has to be the underperformer in the table. I know they went 100%. through all that turmoil, but really, I, I would say Leicester. No. They just got relegated, and they should be staying in mid table. Leicester have been on a pretty consistent decline for a long time now. Since Who can they we won, get from them. James Madison, Yuri Tillmans, yeah, Madison Tillman, I take Tillmans, Tillmans Harvey Barnes. Tillman's James still. Ward Prowse from Southampton. No. Nah, too old. I don't care. I want him because I like him as a player. What's he going to do? Take free kicks? That's Trent. <laughs> Honestly, stick him in midfield. Who? 
he could replace just about any one of our midfielders and still be an I upgrade. Think he's an, I'm uh, not. I'd be all right for a squad player. A hundred percent, a sub uh, for. Imagine having depth at midfield. Yeah. Dun dun dun. <laughs> it's not evil enough. <laughs> I mean, Pep can bring Mares off the bench, and um, and or Foden or Grealish, you know, and or Gundogan. Um, or any of those four can come off the, off into the. What midfield. are you smiling at, Gundogan? Gundogan. I can never pronounce his name right. Yeah. Um, no one can. So, so yeah, those you know, Pep has those four talented players. I think James Ward Prowse. Yeah, no, I, a, I, I hear you. He's going to be cheap. And I like it. He's not as good as the four I just mentioned, by the way, just to be clear. A hundred percent. But we can't afford to have four players like that on the bench. We could afford to have a James Ward Prowse in on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to be still available. still have money to buy others. And I really don't know. I mean, I think uh, I think it was Lewis when we were talking who said he could see him go to Everton, which I could very easily yeah. see. Um, I'm just... I, I'm, I could actually see he's, him stay at Southampton. I don't think he is going to, but... Yeah, he could stay and they'll, they they'll yo-yo. Yeah. Um, He's a personal favorite player of mine. That's the only reason I'm saying that. Realistically, for Liverpool, no, that's not what we're looking for. Yeah. For a pers- on a personal level, I like James Ward-Prowse. However, let's pillage Leicester instead because <laughs> their players are much better and we can use them. Let me go get my better. Viking hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get my... What, what is those vests that they always have that are just like the thickest fur? Oh, they look like... Um... Oh, what's that character from X Men? Um, yeah, 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 Sabretooth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so Nerd. wolves, wolves, wolves. Star um, Trek X Men. Yeah, Fuck, good job, dude. So wolves, they uh, <laughs> the wrong podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> wolves are going down next year. Wol- wolves, ridiculously good league position for how bad they are. Look at their goal differential. Yeah, that is absurd. It's one of the worst in the league. Oh no! I guess that's that's pretty much where they were. Bournemouth thirty four. West Ham's a weird team. Southampton thirty seven. West Ham, I thought um, the distraction of Europe. Um, when is that ooh, final? Good point. Tomorrow, yeah. Wednesday. They might win it. I think they will win it. Fiorentina, they're playing. Fiorentina. Yeah, them. They they should win. West Ham. They're about evenly matched. If They've only they haven't lost in Europe this year. They drew one game. I'll be rooting for them. Yeah. You should. Coefficient points. Among the irons. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> um, so, yeah, also, Bo- Bournemouth. I'm wearing an Iron Maiden t-shirt, and uh, <laughs> Iron Maiden are basically the sponsors of Aston, uh, our West Ham. <laughs> nice. Bournemouth did um, better than I expected. Um, they've got to be happy with that. Forrest's got to be happy at securing um, Premier League football for another year. So, do we think Forrest get better next year? Yeah, now they've got rid of this chaotic... Um, I don't think they're going to have this... They bought thirty players last year. Yeah, I think it was like twenty-seven or twenty-eight. But yeah, um, and shout to to Cooper for managing. I mean, sixteenth isn't great, but it's better than what was. But they certainly think, threw the kitchen sink at it, and um, and he had to sort through everything that was in there. They were a fun team to watch. Yeah, um, I think they they did it the right way. So um, yeah. he had to abandon his swashbuckling style a little bit um, to survive. But um, but yeah, yeah um, I think they got to be pretty happy with that. Yeah. Everton, I actually think probably have to feel happy about that because they are really shit. They're in a real mess. Yeah, they're shit. I think they're going down next year. Um, I mean, the they can't afford gonna, to buy anyone. The only thing that's going to be in Everton's favor is this three shit teams coming up from the except uh, one of these. Teams. I'm sorry, no, Burnley is not a shit team. I wouldn't even call Sheffield uh, United Sheffield. Okay, let me clarify my statement. It's all about money. 
Yeah, and Burnley have it. Do they? They well, for winning the championship, they have well, they, it, oh, yeah. and they have a strong team that will fight for like a mid table. Yeah, they had two more signings. I think they'll get higher. Company, yeah. company is the new Arteta. I, I never agree. Yeah, I hear you. I, I know why you're saying it. I'm just and saying I say company is probably going to replace Pep. I don't think they have him. I don't at think they City have. eventually. Yeah, not not Arteta. I don't think that the three teams that are coming up have the money. They've got to be the favorites to go down. But Wolves and Everton are going to be in that picture. Yeah, for sure. Come August, whatever it is, we will see. We'll have that conversation yeah, exactly. So. Everton, I think, are going to be happy to stay in the division, personally. Well, they, they stormed the field for the second year in a row <laughs> by not getting relegated. That has become their new cup final. Yeah. So, so, Good uh, job, so Toffees. What's your thought, though? It, it, so, Everton, happy season or not with that? If, if I'm an Everton supporter? You're washing yourself in bleach, right? I'm <laughs> back on heroin, probably. <laughs> I mean... Well... Hang around Goodison Park, you'll find it. From what I've heard, it's better in England too. They expect so they would have expected more, but they would have been you think fearful they... of. Well, I think Everton fans would have been fearful of relegation. Beginning of season, yeah. So well, I think they're one hundred percent, and they should have been rightfully so, so. So yeah, so I think you're right though, Tom. On the next one on the list, Leicester. Leicester has got to be the. Um, the most negative compared to expectations going into the season. They were thinking of kicking on for the European places, and they're down there. Yeah. Bye bye. And it was what seven <clears throat> years ago they won the year, league. Win the league. They won 2016, <laughs> right? 2016, 2017. They won the league. 2016. Yeah. Yeah. They were in a bit of a financial mess too, Leicester. They've lost a lot of yeah. money during COVID, and so they've they've got some they've got some financial problems. They don't have a lot of revenue stream. They've got... Um, Just ask Walkers. <laughs> that's, yeah, back in the day, yeah. Well, they uh, still make them, don't they? I, I don't know, but they just, it's not the money you need. It's, <laughs> so Leicester needs a whole rebuild. They need all new players. They need a gambling sponsor. <laughs> They've actually got a, they're owned by a liquor company. Um, owned by Power. King Power, isn't it? Yeah, well, King, King Power, Power but they're actually owned by a the people who own all the duty-free shops throughout Europe. Ah. The, uh, the airport. So, so during COVID, when all of the air travel was oh, down, really? they lost all their money because there was nobody in their stores because the airports were wow. closed. So that's where they got that's the financial difficulty. Very interesting. Weren't they the only team to not make a transfer last summer? They made no transfers during they the summer right, window? But, yeah. I believe so. That explains it. Yeah. I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah, financial trouble. Leeds have got to be really disappointed again. They thought they had um, Beasley Ball and they were going to, um, you know, be back in the big time and stay there. So two things about Leeds. One, they kept Everton up, which I predicted in yeah. like January yeah. or whatever. Stupid. I'm so pissed. I said Leeds and Southampton would both claw their way out and send Everton down. Leeds are likely. Who is the last biggest team? To go down. Leeds are a big team to go down. Yeah, but they haven't long mm. been up. Um. Yeah, they, they mm, Leeds were a huge team, let's say, all the way up until about 2002. Right. Champions League, yeah. Yeah, they had Champions League. How's that black and white doing here? Yeah, we've got some Zaro's family bakery black and white cookies that Tom's wife was nice enough to bring <laughs> us. They're delicious. It's a bomb of sugar to keep us up at 9 o'clock at night. Anyway, nice little plug there. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, you got to give credit where it's due. Leeds were a big club going down. I, uh, I it's agree. a big club going down. Um, probably one of the bigger ones more recently. Yeah. I mean, Newcastle, Sheffield United. These are pretty big clubs. Burnley. Burnley had been a, club, but, but they'd been in the Premier League for a, they had, quite yeah. a long time. Yeah, but you could say Wimbledon spent 11 years in the Premier League too. So, Well, they're Milton Keen Dons now. No. Um, AFC Wimbledon. Well, they are, yes, yeah. but they would disagree. They're Wimbledon yeah. now. And MK Dons just dropped out the league. No way. Yeah. Down to national. Indeed. No kidding. Wow. Interesting. They've How got the, mighty the have best fallen. stadium yeah. um, in the National League. It's a great stadium. Anyway, um, yeah. Prop bets on Chelsea getting relegated next year? Nah. No. Chelsea back at ch- challenging for the European places next year. Oh, I don't think it's going to happen that quickly. They don't know what the hell they're doing. Mm. I get it. They went and they bought all those players, and it. it what did it get? Them? I hear that, um, that Havertz is on his way. Not surprising. And that's going to do... Yeah. I mean, they they've, they have to sort out their team. They've, to, they've got to strip a lot. Um, yeah. But yeah, I said they're they challenging for the sell. European... But I said they're going to be challenging for the European places. Just to be clear, um, I don't mean challenging for the Champions League places. So, top eight? Yeah. Where Tottenham are. Tottenham are shit. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um, all in all, um, who is the happiest for you in, in this table? Um Arsenal. Admittedly, uh, they're not going to be happy because they should have won the title. I but I think say, they should be on the. On the I know some Arsenal supporters that are not happy. Newcastle. If somebody Back in the Champions told League those, after yeah, Brighton. Yeah, that's good. If somebody had told uh, yeah, somebody had told Arsenal that they were going to be second in the league, they could have second in the league at the beginning of the year. I think they would take it. Yeah, they take after last year finishing what seventh, eighth. No, they had a horrible six. season last no, year. No, they finished fifth because they fought Tottenham for the last European spot. There's not a single Liverpool fan that would have been accepted would have accepted fifth if you'd offered it to them at the end of the season. No, <laughs> I don't accept it now. <laughs> they're still. I, I'm. They're going to win. Unfortunately, not. <laughs> but yeah, Brighton. Brighton's going to be. Um, that ship is really, really far down there now. <laughs> <laughs> and you're uh, still. I haven't. On. I haven't breathed in months. <laughs> Um, yeah, Brentford had a great season. I think that they're, and that's one of those cool Cinderella teams that started so far to, and have just consistently worked their way up over the course of the last, what, seven or eight years, right? It can't last. So that's cool. They're just a bus stop in Hounslow. (laughs) (laughs) Who beat us twice. Oh. (laughs) Um, so again, I want to do the same game I played with our Liverpool players. Passenger of the league. Well, this is an easy one. Well, Palace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just they were never going to get into the European places. They never really were going to get relegated. There was a bit of a scare there at one point. But yeah, for a little while. Yeah. Canviera. They're just, they're just nothing. They're the, and it sucks because they've got good players. Every time I watch they Palace. They a decent manager too, Roy Hutchins. Well, they let, Again. They <laughs> He's only 108. He's got at least another 10 or 15 years of management. He's the guy who makes me look young. It's weird. They got rid of Vieira because he wasn't like a score-heavy manager, and they brought in... Well, they got rid of Hodgson to bring in Vieira because Hodgson was dour, no scoring. Yeah. They brought Vieira in to to get the goals. Well, they did. They did pretty good last year. Last year, yeah. And then this year, yeah, he couldn't get Eze, uh, Eduard, and Zaha scoring. 
and then they bring Hodgson in, and they're the highest scorers in the last few games or something. It was uh, yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah. And then they finished eleventh, which is where yeah. they're they they're doomed. That's that's purgatory. That's where I don't. And I hate. I know I've got a, a palace friend who's probably listening to this. Maybe not. But that is so much worse to me than relegation. Is just being perennially mid. You're just never anything okay, but mid table. Palace are a championship club. Brentford are a championship club. Wolves are a championship. Wolves are a championship club. Bournemouth. Forest. Everton. I'll take Sheffield Wednesday and um, Sunderland, Middlesbrough. Portsmouth. Sunderland, I like. Oof, Portsmouth. Come on. They're the Millwall. royalty of the Premier League. They yeah. were there at the beginning. Millwall. Come on. Remember uh, what's, he, oh, what's his name? Millwall, nah. Championship. Championship. They've, they've never been in the Premier League. I, They're I, in I, Division I, 1, yes. I don't count your bloody Premiership years. <clears throat> <laughs> Just like... XG. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> X bloody G. It's been around for 20 years now, man. Get ready. The t-shirt's coming next season, guys. X bloody G. Put your pre-order in through my Venmo. Uh, yeah. And we're going to do it. Yeah. It's the spirit of the game that counts. That money was just resting <laughs> in my account. The a, so, so yeah. Um, well, so for me, I've got one other thought on the season. One other thought on the season that we haven't really talked about. Surprisingly, here. Um, VAR? Thoughts on VAR? Oh, interesting. Uh, I think it was okay with some considerable valleys of shit. <laughs> it's still a work in progress. What, we're season three into this now? Uh, <clears throat> Liv Varpool was the Champions League. No, the league, the year we won the league, the COVID. 2019-20. That was the year that VAR was instituted. So three years ago. Because remember, everyone was calling us Live Varpool. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Stupid shit. When there's that's because they can't come up with anything original. Yeah. Anyway, so three years in, still teething problems, but uh, Howard Webb is now the head of refereeing or whatever else, and he's going to be making like a suggestions, and one of the suggestions is like a TMO kind of style, where the referee yeah. and the VAR talking constantly. Well, you've heard Rather, that a little bit in the um, in the German game. If you watch the um, uh, watch the Borussia game of the day, and mm. they they, yeah. they great game, they have the conversation there. That's but that's what's needed. It's like, hey, uh, yeah, we see something. Go check it out. Um, hey, that was a handball. You probably should go back to that. That's the conversation so that happened. Rather I, than the ref going, hey, was that a handball? I can't hear you. I like VAR. Yeah. So I like VAR, but I throughout the game. There are many subjective moments. VAR is taking what should be some subjective moments and trying to apply direct video evidence to it. I'm going... I want to go back to the referees having subjective judgment. I want subjective judgment from the referees on handballs. That handball in the FA Cup final, by the letter of the law and by VAR were re-watching it, it was 100% a penalty. Mm -hmm. The referee didn't call it on the field because it had no bloody bearing on anything. United were never going to score from that move, that hand in Garvin. I would have really hoped that a referee could look at that on a monitor and make the subjective call of, nah, they were never going to score. That wasn't denying a goal score opportunity and go back to the subject. So I'd like, I like VAR. I think it can be used differently and it can enable the referee to still referee the game 
but he can still referee it with his subjective judgment. And I'm fine with the referee's subjective judgment because it happens throughout the game and um, shoulder, uh, shoulder to the back, or was it shoulder to shoulder? You know, that's subjective judgment. The, the tackle, was it you know too hard? Was it not too hard? So um, I like that. I do agree it's a work in progress. I want to see some power being put back in the referee's hands, and I want to see players who hassle the referees immediately dealt a yellow card. Only yes. person who can talk to, to a you can only captain talk to only. yeah the captain. That's a rugby law I'd like to see yeah. too. Yeah, so yeah, you know, I, I, I I'm not going to blow the trumpet of rugby here, but it's the refereeing is completely different. But there's more. Oh, it's a re- different world. But it's the respect that yes. that gentleman gets or that lady gets in the middle of that field on that day. One hundred doesn't matter how big you are, how small you are. The respect that goes to that person. And the like, the, the well, first, they also first, speak sorry, the to first, the crowd. Well, no, they speak to the TMO, uh, touchline man, uh, touchline official. But then they speak to the crowd over the PA, right? No, you can hear it. You get devices, and you can no. They, they explain. I think uh, in the PA, it's it's broadcast in the oh, stadium. The, yeah, I haven't, say, I haven't I been to a rugby game in a while. Say, um, well, the try was disallowed. He didn't put downward pressure on the ball. Oh, until, that. You know, yes, yes, they, yeah, like, yeah. They explain their decision. Yes, transparency. Yes. But if you you can rent the box or whatever, put the and you can hear the talk between the okay, team owners as well. That's what I thought you were talking about. Anyway, the hassling of the referee, yeah, needs to be cut out. Fernandez is the first face that comes to my mind when I see <laughs> when I think of it. It's like how after many, we saw what happened with uh, Mitrovic, how Fernandez didn't yep. suffer anything from that is mind boggling. The positive of VAR. Is it's the tackle, player goes to the ground, but then you see there's no actual touch of the player and play resumes or player gets a yellow card. There are positives. And again, it, yes, the referee is in charge of the game and he should really call the shots rather than TMO, sorry, TMO, <laughs> VAR going, hey, you need to go back to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually fine with VAR saying going back to that, but then the referee gets to watch it. and um... But it shouldn't be... VAR doing that the the ref should be going hey check that out for me and the then World give me Cup a call. got it right World Cup did a pretty good job yeah yeah they I did agree. a really fucking good job so what's I still think handballs and penalties um I still think we need some changes to the rules I'm not saying change to VAR clarity change. maybe handball inside the box you mean or handball I I know I know what exactly what you're going to say. If you're not attacking, you're facing away from the goal, and it's a handball. It yeah. shouldn't be a penalty. Yes, I agree. But, but it's handball everywhere. Going. To me, handball is handball, no matter where it is on the on the field. Um, but what the penalty is for that handball, I think we should be assessing that. the The whole reason the law was written about making yourself bigger or natural position was to stop the um, Luis Suarez for Uruguay situation where he deliberately played goalkeeper and handled the ball. Got a red card. And he should have been red card. No, he did. He got a red card and, and he finished. Was... Oh, I'm sorry. He should have been red card and it should have been a penalty. And <laughs> that even wasn't harsh enough in that situation because in, partic- in that particular game, Ghana, I believe it was, yep. the penalty was saved. And so Suarez, by cheating and stopping a perfectly good goal by using his hand, saved his team. And his mm-hmm. team actually went through. Yeah, and his team went through. So, I'd like to see in those situations the penalty being a goal awarded. Ooh, that's rugby rules. I understand. Um, <laughs> penalty try. 
So I um, mean, in that very specific scenario, I'm inclined to agree. The penalty, the the pe- the penalty needs to fit the crime. Yeah. And a spot kick from the penalty spot was a much harsher penalty for um, Man City than they ever deserved. Luis Suarez giving away a penalty and getting a red card against Ghana for Uruguay was a much too lenient penalty. Both of them were handball in the box. <laughs> the punishment needs to fit the crime. Exactly. And that comes down to, okay, perfect example. I've heard you talk about this a lot. Diago Jota gets belted from behind. He's facing away from goal. He gets, we, we get a penalty shot. Yes, he's facing away from, he directly is not about to score. Who's cutting in that he was just about to pass to that yeah. could have scored? So that's why when, when you say that, there's too many variables. If it's in the box and it's a clear pen, you got to award. Well, that's why we have a referee, and the referee makes thousands of those calls during a game. Let him make the, the important calls too. He'll get some right. He'll get some wrong. I trust the officials. You are. I trust ninety nine point nine nine percent of the officials. I was going to say you are in in. We are in rarefied air of someone that trusts the officials oh, in, in English football. I'm not saying they don't make mistakes. Everyone they makes make mistakes. They make downside lot less mistakes than I would make. Of course, you're, was, you're talking about a baseball fan, okay? They're already talking about putting robot umpires in because they're sick of the mistakes. It's only a matter of time before AI takes over football refereeing too. Look at the nuance of that goal. The I think it was the Liverpool goal with the, uh, yeah, it was a Liverpool goal with the offside, but he didn't deliberate play at the ball. Oh yeah. Oh the weird the one. Van Dyke. Yes. Yeah. If you make a deliberate play at the ball, even if you miss it, you made a deliberate play. But if it hits you and you weren't making a deliberate play at the ball, it's just a deflection. Then you can. Yeah, it's not an offside. It's not an offside. So very bizarre. But it's subjective not you, calls. It's not you playing. I'm fine the with the referees doing it. Especially if it means Liverpool score a goal. Uh, no, I don't care either way. I just want you to be fair. I do. <laughs> I don't care. I just want it to be consistent. Yeah. Transparency, consistency, that's what I care about. Uh, consistency is an interesting one. Consistency from that referee within that game? No, across the board. That's yeah. very, very hard. Oh, totally. Hard. Totally. Well, like another referee would not have given that Grealish penalty. Because his yes, he's jumping and whatever else, and your hands You've go got up when you VAR jump. officials as well. I, I, I look, I then you got Howard look, Webb totally, sleeping in Alex Ferguson's bed. This is a perfect bed. world scenario. We get transparency and consistency. We know that that's unrealistic, right? But if I can't get those things, then I might as well just have referee subjectivity and um, trust the refs. I think it's just as a good a system. Then start well, watching right National League football. Oh, well, you already do as a Barrow fan. <laughs> I was going to say. And we don't have a choice. Excuse anyway. me, we're League Two. Oh, League Two now. I forgot. <laughs> well, all right. That brings us to probably our final talking point before we come to a close. And that's our new friends coming out from the championship. We've got Burnley, Sheffield, and Luton. Do we have any thoughts? I mean, Burnley are the big talk. Burnley broke 100 points in the championship. I know. That's crazy. That's uh, just yawn. So anyway, Tom. Vincent Company. So, Vincent Company is the man, huh? He seems to be the man. He is Pep's new little pet. I'm glad the blades are coming up, too. 
<laughs> Sheffield United. The Blades. Indeed, Sheffield, the city of steel. We yeah. haven't we haven't done one of those yet today. <laughs> but the Blades, I'm okay with that because you like that one because Sean Bean has a tattoo. The Blades. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a specific what? approval. We also have the Hatters coming up. The Hatters or Luton? Luton. Right, Luton Town, the Hatters. The There's Hatters. another team in the league that's I the love Hatters, Hatters too, by the way. And I can't remember who they are, so don't ask me, but there is another team. So if they get angry, they blow their hats, they the, lose their hat. And the, the Mad Hatters. So the Mad Hatters, indeed. <laughs> so I'm drawing a blank on who are Burnley. Burnley, they're the claret and blues. Yeah, the, the clarets are. That's clarets, it. Yeah. Burnley, Burnley just went down last <laughs> season. They're back up this season. It doesn't surprise me that they're yo-yoing. Not at all. But they've got a, a see me. I remember at the beginning of the season listening to everyone talk about how Vincent Company was making the worst mistake of his career. He wasn't ready for a championship level team. He wasn't ready for it he he's not the guy and he's just gonna waste away in burnley and he's gonna ruin any opportunity nobody saw what he did in anderlecht no apparently not um but he did a great job and quite frankly i don't think off the top of my head i'm sure if i looked at their depth chart i go oh that guy that guy that guy whatever i can't think of anyone off the top of my head on their squad veghorst He's a shite Burnley reject. <laughs> no, he's not. He's back at Burnley now. He was alone. He was alone? I think, was Danny he? Ings was there. Yeah, he was alone. I thought Veghorst was a... a are you sure no, he No, I'm was... not sure. No, he came from somewhere else. No, he, he came from Burnley. This season? To United, yeah. To fill in the gap, yeah. I thought he was somewhere else in Europe, and then... I thought Burnley loaned him somewhere else, and then he ended up... I will look it up. Look it up. So all I think about is Lewis at that Manchester United game where we trounced them seven <laughs> nil. Just on the other end of the pub, he wasn't even close to me. Just laughing every every goal or every time Veghorst did something stupid, he just go Veghorst. <laughs> he was on loan to Bekistas and then he was on loan to United, but he's back at Burnley now. Oh, okay, okay, that's what I was thinking. I didn't realize those were loans. All right, so they have a Premier League. <laughs> level player Hold on. Danny Ings still at Burnley I think I thought he went to Southampton maybe <laughs> I remember him being in Clarendon like, Blue at one I'm, point I'm back in the Premier League oh no, no I'm going back down again <laughs> oh, poor Danny Ings <laughs> he's a good player too West Ham West I knew he was in Clarendon oh, Blue okay okay when he made to West Ham from Villa from Clarendon Blue to Clarendon Blue indeed ah that must make uh, your wardrobe a lot easier. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to change socks. <laughs> so, so is that a wrap then, Nick? So, uh, the team's coming up. Well, no, we talked about Burnley. Um, you guys are really hot on them. I think they're just um, just another yo-yo team. I Sheffield don't. I United. don't expect them to go back down next year. I think either Bournemouth or, or Sheffield United are going to come up and be in the mix for relegation. And Luton are absolutely nailed on for relegation. Oh yeah, totally. They're going down. I, yeah, I don't see them staying up. Exactly, exactly what happened to Brentford. Same thing. Oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Burnley stay up. I think they might crawl their way into mid-table and then make a little bit of money and then start bringing in some other players. And I, I think Burnley are on their way up. Um, but 
I'm probably wrong, so <laughs> whatever. I'll change my mind depending on what happens mid-season, like I always do, and then claim that I was right. <laughs> like like a true football fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need a Twitter account, man. <laughs> All right, so uh, unless we miss something, we could do some closing thoughts here. What do you think? Neil, go on. It's a short off-season. I'm looking forward to pre-season already. Uh, looking forward to actually not having a World Cup this uh, this coming season. For and, sure. Um, yeah, looking forward to Liverpool's transfer market and um, hopefully come back with a revitalized midfield. And um, You get one player, realistically. Who is it? Mbappe. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> one person, realistically. Realistically, um, someone Liverpool could All land. right, well, we'll go to Tom for his closing thoughts while I think about that. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm looking forward to the summer. I'm glad the season's over. Um, it was tough. Yeah. Um, glad to see you fighting us come the end of the season should have been at the beginning but you know injuries and shit um yeah i'm looking forward to preseason. we're in thailand i know we're playing munich once and someone else but we've always got like tranmir because we're affiliated to them yeah two more clubs and probably some championship they'll club. add a couple yeah of games. blackburn or something we'll win some trophies that only <clears throat> exist for one game we're not tottenham we don't win the audi cup that's true. Oh, did Tottenham are shit. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. I want good signings. I want at least one defender, uh, two midfielders. Okay. Right. Uh, like your signing? My signing, um, I'm going to give you two. One okay. uh, who practically, who I think we can get and I'd like to see, Declan Rice. Okay. Um, I would also, this is a bit of an odd pick, I'd be happy with Conte from Chelsea. Rumor is he's going to Saudi Arabia for a hundred million, but um, but um, I wouldn't mind Conte. He's a bit old, but um, I think he's he can do a really good job. Thirty three, is he? So he's shit. So there you go. Interesting. All right, time. Um, just do better than Conte, and you win the game. Well, Declan Rice is who I asked for. Declan Rice is a good Adam pick. Traore. Adama Traore. Adama Traore. Adama Traore. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I'm joking. Um, ooh, uh, Telemans. Oh, that's a good pick. Yeah, he'd be the player I want. Yeah, it's a good one. Maybe Madison, uh, Declan Rice, because he can play defender and midfield, so he can play both. You get one, Declan Rice. We just opened up the discussion, it's fine. (laughs) I'm gonna say James Ward Press. (laughs) <laughs> at least you kept consistent this time. <laughs> uh no realistically i mean i think james ward prowse is a realistic signing but like an impact signing I, i'm gonna have to i was thinking declan rice too either that or mac allister mac allister's already i mean you know you we don't do it's a done deal essentially yeah. yeah more or less wow I mean, Neil, he, you said that essentially i mean yeah. who knows how much money chelsea will throw at him I, for no reason I, as I always say, until he's got the shirt on, he's been unveiled by the club, and even then, I'm a bit skeptical. <laughs> so. I could have well, sworn I saw that it was official earlier no, today. Official. You but. did see it being official earlier, but it was a fake picture from Jota, I think, with his face, uh, with McAllister's face over or something. Oh, really? Yeah, because if you look at the way he's holding the shirt, his fingers don't move. And then you look at whoever signed for us. I think it was Jota. His fingers are the same at the top of the shirt. And it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you could have done a better well, job. Well, that's how I We nailed, have AI now. Uh, I nailed um, 
Jackie put that for when the rumor was Darwin, who eventually Mm. did sign with us. She posted a, a, a fake picture. She said, it finally happened. It finally happened. I was like, he doesn't have any tattoos in this photo. It's fake. <laughs> At least go tier two. <laughs> um, all right. I think that's our closing thoughts. And uh, we'll chat to you next time. Thanks for listening.